You're listening to Canary Crime Flyby. Food for thought from a place of faith. Hey everybody and welcome to Canary Cry Radio. My name is Basil. And this is Gons. Welcome to a flyby. A flyby. Like UFOs that fly by over the moon. Over the moon? Like a like the cow? <laughs> like cheese? <laughs> okay. Now you're just mixing your folklore. All right, everybody. How's it going? This is Basil, like I said a second ago. And uh, we're doing a flyby, like Gon said a second ago. <laughs> and it is currently September 23rd. And there's about an hour left of about September an, 23rd. S- and uh, September. September. Uh, yep. September 23rd is almost over. And we are still here. There's currently no asteroid uh, out my window. Um, but you know, some other, some other things are going on. So, you know, it's not a total loss. (laughs) 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 The world not ending is not a total loss. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I am, as many of you know, was, uh, very sick. Yeah. People are, are missing your, your limericks. I know. I got to get back on the game, man. I've just been busy, busy life, busy inward life with my sickness. Um, I had a fever that was uh, fluctuating between 101 and 105 for about a week. Ooh. Yeah. That's frying. Yeah. And it was like a few days before I really even told anybody around me. And by then they're like, you should go to the hospital, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I, were you like throwing up or anything or was it? No, no. That was the craziest part. It was like, no, it was nothing. All it was, was just the fever, but like crazy, terrible fever. Like I was just, just praying the Lord, just come get me because I was pretty over it. It was so terrible that uh, at night I couldn't really sleep. I was like trying to sleep and I tossed and turned so much at night over the, the week, the span of the week that the whole back of my head turned into one big dreadlock. <laughs> my, my hair was so matted and I would like to uh, just let everybody know that I spent about 45 to uh, an hour and a half minutes, an hour and a half minutes um, <laughs> With a lot of detangling hair product and fancy combs. Does that mean Basil has long hair? I didn't say that. People with tiny hairs can get dreadlocks or something. How did you you do that to yourself? Did you have a mirror system working or? No, you know the weird part? I was just sitting in a dark bathroom with a comb, like a fancy comb and a candle next to me. And I was listening to a podcast. It was very relaxing, actually. <laughs> it was nice. I had a nice night. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Yeah, and I, I had to do minimal cutting. Minimal cutting. That's the, good. Well, yeah. okay. You're giving it away, bro. Dude, we've talked about me having long hair many times on this podcast. True, although I do think it's longer than it was when we last talked about it. It's true. And also... At the uh, conference in Ohio? Yes. Yes. Um, 
everybody could see my man bun. Yep, that's true. Yep. So there you go. People know the word is out, but now I'm just going to shave it all off just to throw everybody off. <laughs> that's <sighs> right. All right. So we've we've only got a few more minutes here, a few more decade minutes until uh, this, the 23rd is over. So we should talk about this some stuff. Mm -hmm. well, all right. Have you been following the Pope? I followed the Pope today. He literally, did his thing. He literally, I was following and, uh, you know, people were trying to hold me back. Yeah, I was going to say. I was trying to tell him, like, dude, you're not Jesus. Yeah. But, you know, he wasn't really. I, he has more important things to do than worry about not being Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, the whole Pope thing. Well, let me let me start here. So, start from start from the beginning. Start from okay. So a couple months ago, I published a video, and it was called 27 things that will happen in September and October." And it was just a list. Some guy sent me a list of like, "Oh, here's some stuff happening," and it was one list all put together and everybody was, I was getting tons of messages. People were like, Oh my gosh, dude, what's going to happen? I remember it's that. It's crazy. It's coming up. And I was like, okay, do an episode. Yeah. So I That'll said, be super dated in a month. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I decided to just take this list that this guy gave me and, you know, I vetted everything to make sure that, you know, there was at least a source for each one of these things. Right. And I went ahead and I, I made the video and it's kind of funny. It's like the one video, it was during the time when like my whole apartment was being repiped. Yeah. So I'm like not at my house. So I'm on a laptop and I'm like sitting outside and I'm using just a normal, you know, uh, headset microphone instead of a professional microphone and all that. So it's really low quality. And of course it goes super viral, right? It's like ridiculous right. viral at 1.4 million views of this stupid video. <laughs> And I'm kind of bummed about it because it caused more just like attraction of nonsensical, you know, haters that are looking to mock the doomsdayers and stuff. Like it's, it, it just, I don't know. It's, I think it did more harm than good and I'm considering deleting it, but it, now it's kind of like, uh, eh, it's too late. But anyway, on the list were things that were on the calendar, right? Most of it was stuff that's, just literally on the calendar, like Yom Kippur, like right. the Shemitah, or supposedly the Shemitah, according to, you know, Jonathan Kahn and whatnot. And the blood moon was in there, I'm sure. The blood moon's in there, you know, the Pope coming. The Pope, yeah. And so it was all just stuff happening, right? And, and certainly there's a lot of stuff happening all at once. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But I never made any predictions in the video. I never said, this means that the end is here, you know? Yeah. Is this your defense podcast? This is just, uh, th I'm, you can go to sleep because I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to rant for an hour. No, I mean, you know, it's, it's just been kind of uh, annoying just right. to be quite blunt and honest about it, to see so many people comment on the thing and just be like, hey, you know, oh, nothing happened. I'm still here. You guys are all stupid. None of these things are fulfilled or whatever. And it's like. Mm -hmm. Actually, dude, if you pay attention, I said the Pope was going to be here. Pay attention, nerds. And the Pope is here. <laughs> Pope My is prediction here. came true. 
<laughs> predicted the Pope. But, but anyway, aside from that, the whole doomsday thing, I think, is a target, you know, with like especially people that study eschatology and stuff like that. And, you know, there's a few people on the Internet that set dates that spoil it for the entire community, you know? Yeah. I know. <laughs> so so there's there's a couple of them out there. Uh-huh. Um I don't, I don't know. And that date, well today was the 23rd. And that's there's all today. sorts of dates, yeah. Right. And so the you know, one one of the people really pushing the September 23rd thing was Renee M and she's kind of been debunked a few times. She's made predictions of the rapture like two or three times in the last few years or whatever. I was going to say that she sounds familiar. Yeah, you might have seen her videos, you know, or whatever, but I don't know. She has been debunked several times, you know, and she's even had... I because think so, the world is still here. The world is still here after like two or three predictions. And at a certain point, it's like, hey, if it doesn't end, then you're wrong. And so stop making predictions because, you know, you're wrong. But the thing that really, the reason why I think people caught on was because she showed all these, you know, uh, programming, you know, TV shows that would have 923. And like, you know, like, you know how the nine 11 thing on the Simpsons and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Well, you know, she was pointing out and a lot of people, not just her, but a bunch of people were pointing out nine 23, nine 23, nine 23, nine 23. And so I think everybody was like, Oh my gosh, it's going to happen. Right. And then, well, it's not even doomsdayers too. There's a big, uh, just new age movement with September 23rd and also the month of September. I mean, there are new age people that I'm aware of personally who are, you know, they're doing like a giant meditation, like worldwide meditation, the 27th for the blood moon. And then they're, you know, just yeah. another one of those shift of consciousness type of situations yeah. that happened on 2012. I just actually heard a guy, I listened to a guy that was on a higher side chats and uh, the higher side chats. And he was, you know, he was kind of doing his whole thing that the goo, I don't know. I don't know if you've heard of this Basil, but the, his theory is that there was good goo that came to earth to seed life. And there was bad goo that came and like the bad goo are like these spider race people wow. and they're, uh, you know, they're trying to, they're like kind of extra dimensional or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to feed off of our positive energies or something like that. It sounds like Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's like literally the, the end storyline of Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. The guy, and I can't remember his name right now, but the guy would talk about, you know, all this stuff. And then he was saying, he started saying like towards the end of the podcast, he started saying like, yeah, you know, there is a shift coming, you know, an energetic wave that's going to hit the earth at the oh, end of yes. September. Uh -huh. And I was surprised to hear that. Like, really? <laughs> and he's like, well, it's not going to be anything physical. It's going to, it's going to come through the heart chakra. Right. And everyone's going to shift of consciousness. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then he started going into the, I was told by these light beings that I'm special. And I, you know, I'm like, ah, same new age pattern as like every new ager out there, you know, they're special, they get visited, that sure. whole spiel. You know, David Icke had the same thing. David Wilcock right. thought he was, you know, the reincarnation of Edward Casey. And, and they, just to give them credit, they may have been visited by something. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's not, uh, it's not what they think it is. Yeah. Um, the happy goo people. Right. Uh, 
you know, it is interesting. It's just the, the amount of hype just in the spiritual world, uh, especially online, that comes with September. And uh, again, going back to the Pope, uh, that's one of the things on your list that has taken place. Yeah. And I'm looking at a silly picture here with uh, the Pope, who's looks like he has a little junk in the trunk. And... Uh, <laughs> Obama and they're oh, standing you. In, they're standing in front of what looks like an Air Force recruitment center or something and it looks like Obama has horns. Yeah, I saw that. Because of the logo on the, the logo. window. Yeah. Right. Although they kind of they look more like ears. Kind of it kind of ears. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh in Pinocchio when he grew the donkey ears. Yeah. Yeah. They say a, a bad word in that movie. That was the first bad word I ever heard. Really? Yeah. What word was that? I don't know if we can say it on here. Okay. Well, it's in the Bible. So. Oh, is it the donkey? Yeah, the oh, donkey uh, word. The donkey word. <laughs> they said the donkey word. <laughs> um, anyways, so that's the thing. What did the Pope do today? He didn't do the UN thing today, right? No, that's tomorrow. And by the time people are listening to this, it's probably happening or did happen. Um, I, I think one of the weird, the big things, and we won't spend too much time on this because by the time people listen to this, all this stuff might be over. But sure. uh, one of the big things w is going to be the interfaith thing that's going to be held at Ground Zero, at the uh, you know where the two towers used to stand. So I think that's kind of um could be you know the signal for a one world religion. But uh, you know I think they've been kind of the Catholic Church has been spearheading the interfaith dialogue for quite a while now so it's nothing new it's just the first time that it's happened yeah i think on u.s soil to this level and whatnot so you know it'll be interesting to see if anything comes out of that but there hasn't been anything like too groundbreaking uh, obama did kind of say something weird that some people pointed out which was basically you remind us that people are only truly free when they can practice their faith freely Here in the United States, we cherish religious liberty. It was the basis for so much of what brought us together. And here in the United States, we cherish our religious liberty, but around the world at this very moment, children of God, including Christians, are targeted even killed because of their faith this was his quote children of god including christians and so people are saying wait a minute that's what? pretty that's a pretty good obama impression oh yeah yeah, yeah it wasn't bad yeah i'm not gonna uh, try again because i'm just gonna let it let it sit there yeah i was gonna try but then i gave up <laughs> um yeah you know it's interesting i mean i'm sure if you asked him he would just describe it as everybody is god's children but the including christians part was a little interesting yeah why would he say that yeah <laughs> and and the funny thing is the pope was sitting right next to him you know good old pope and the pope's like i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't, I don't know uh, no he's wait, not italian he's, he's, he's from he's argentina argentina yeah so do it do argentina I don't, I don't know what an argentina accent is it would just sound i mean <laughs> if i tried it would just sound like speedy gonzalez <laughs> Okay, yeah, no impressions. Yeah. We're, we're going to get okay. in trouble. I know. 
Um, I can't, I already did a terrible Italian accent. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So there's that. He's got some more stops before he leaves, I guess. So he's got a few more chances to, to say silly, (laughs) say silly things. To declare the new world order. Yep. There's an article here that says, uh, the Pope is here and has declared, uh, population depopulation or something. So there you go. That's the thing. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, so uh, what else is supposed to happen today? Uh, Asteroids. Right. Uh, Asteroids. 24th was supposed to be the asteroid. Yeah, Yeah. and you know, it's interesting, actually. This this actually just hit the newswire just today, about eight hours ago, at least on the site I'm looking at. This is on MSN News. So, uh, credible. Theoretically... (laughs) a reputable news agency or outlet, I guess. Uh, They say doomsday asteroid will zoom past earth tomorrow. NASA reveals in threat alert. And basically it's just saying that NASA does say that there will be an asteroid passing uh, relatively close to the earth in the, in cosmic dimensions, cosmic measurements. However, it is no threat to the earth or its population which I guess isn't that surprising. Uh, however, the article is really interesting. And Gons, I was speaking to you about this earlier, but just so everybody here knows, the mainstream media really pays attention to all you crazy conspiracy theorists because there's like three or four different you know, little paragraphs, little lines in this article. One is, despite NASA's reassuring words, conspiracy theorists claim humanity's final hours could come between the 22nd and 28th of September. And uh, also, imaginative conspiracy theorists have also claimed the Large Hadron Collider could attract a giant asteroid towards Earth. And then, uh, you know, says something a little bit later. So they, they reference in throughout the article uh, conspiracy theorists. <laughs> so they're paying yeah. attention. They're paying attention to you guys. <laughs> well, I, I think the growing culture of conspiracy theory thinking is, uh, you know, it's hitting the mainstream. I, well, I know that... That's the interesting thing. For NASA to actually have to come out and respond well, to that is like... <laughs> there's got to be... Whoever's looking at the, all the big data of the internet and like, you know, uh, uh, minority reporting the, you know, zeitgeist of the giant population of the world... Obviously, there's enough of us talking about asteroids hitting the Earth and the Large Hadron Collider that they would have to go out of their way to make a huge headline about, you know, or an article almost specifically about how conspiracy theorists are nuts. Yeah, no, it's true. And actually, interestingly, CERN also came out with like a Q&A type thing that right. had like, you know why do you have a Shiva statue outside, you know? And, you know, they were like, well, it was just a gift from uh, India back in the 60s or whatever. And, you know, they just totally deny everything. Right. But it was similar. I mean, they didn't directly, you know, address the conspiracy theorists. But uh, there was a question that's, you know, that asked basically, you know, why is it when you type in something, you know, whatever, uh, it takes you to CERN. 
And they were like, oh, it has nothing to do with us. It's all about oh, the, the algorithm. Oh, the thing on Google Maps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? If it, Well, it, it, that's what it was. If you typed in Canary Cry Radio into Google Maps, it took us to, took you to Sarah. I know, I know. Remember that? That was good. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe maybe we're just all, you know, waiting to get sucked into the black hole. Probably. We go first. <laughs> Hopefully. But uh, uh, on CERN, I, I do want to touch on a couple things. Let's uh, keep going. CERN it up. Yeah. Con concerned. Concerned. Well, well I reported concerned. a couple days ago on a video that um, CERN basically announced, and this sort of touches on the Pope thing too, but they basically announced their new president for next year. And um, the guy's name is, uh, some guy told me how to pronounce it correctly, Professor Sebrand de Jong. I don't know, I'm probably butchering it. But anyway, you know, he's a guy or whatever. And he, it says in the, like the thing that introduces him that he is a knight of the order of the Netherlands lion. And, you know, you look into it and it's pretty clear that it's like one of those knights order, you know, that's associated with the Jesuit you know, priesthood and the whole order, Knights order of the Catholic church slash Illuminati, whatever, right. all that stuff. Yeah. But it was, I thought it was interesting that they would just put it there. <laughs> I mean, like they didn't have to put that there, but it's one of his, Oh, one of his, uh, cre uh his credits. Yeah. He's a knight. Yeah. He's a knight of the order he, uh, of the Netherlands lion. Mr. And cool guy. I don't know if I've heard much about the Netherlands lion. Yeah, I looked into it and it looks innocent enough, you know, but it's definitely got ties to the Knights of Malta. And once you, you know, trip into the Knights of Malta, then you're pretty much into that whole world of, you know, secret societies and whatnot. So, you know, I mean, whatever, but it's interesting that there's a tie in there. But the other thing is um, concerning Anthony Patch. Who we had on a few episodes oh, yeah, ago, Mr. Anthony Patch, and he's back on the uh, interview circuit, and he was on Ground Zero last night, explaining what happened, and he was basically, uh, he, he, you know, him and Clyde Lewis, they kind of live right near each other up there in uh, the northwest of Cal, or not California, but America, and Anthony Patch was doing a couple of presentations. And after the second presentation at a Presbyterian church, he was visited by a couple people wearing black suits. And I guess they were at the whole event sitting in the back and they, I guess, stuck out like a sore thumb. And then, you know, basically told Anthony Patch uh, to quit talking about certain parts of CERN and the whole thing. And that's why he sort of went underground for a while. And uh, he was on Hagman and Hagman and he talked about some of that too. And the interesting thing though was Clyde Lewis of ground zero also was visited that night, the same two men in black. And, uh, he basically went to the hospital that night with what? Um, so what happened was, uh, he, he tells the story. Basically these two men came up to him. One guy put out his hand to shake his hand. So Clyde shook his hand and the guy didn't let go. He held onto his hand, like really tight grip. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just way too long. And then, you know, it was, he kind of was just like, whatever. But then, like an hour later, after he had eaten and whatnot, he was sitting on the bench at some, like, mall or something, drooling, unable to form sentences. So oh, they, wow. Yeah, so they brought him to the hospital, and he was, uh, I guess his, his uh, I guess his white blood cell count was down to eight or something, which is really low because I think 40 is normal. And he was saying that, like, 
usually people that have below 14 don't even function. Yeah. So something happened. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and he hadn't, you know, communicated with Anthony patch until a few days later. So that's kind of weird, man. That's kind of creepy. And the whole men in black thing and who are they? And you know, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, did he say specifically what they asked? I mean, I guess we could just have him on the show, huh? Yeah, we can bring him back. Uh, yeah, I guess. Although he's been on so many shows, I know, he didn't even tell us. No, he he told us. We're we're what? kind of in the in the queue. He didn't tell us that he's coming back, but oh yeah. But he, we, you know, we're in the queue in terms of, you know, we can have him next week or something. All right, let's do it. All right. Because I'm sure, you know, we'll just loosen him up a little bit. <laughs> He'll tell us some real scoopy information or something. Scoopy. <laughs> scoopy. Anyways, no, I mean, obviously we are a big fan of his and he's a friend of the show. We should have him on. Yeah. Let's do it. Bring him All back. Right. Cool. So anyway, that's All right. one thing. And then that is one thing. obviously still doing its thing and it's creepy and weird and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. Also, we got uh, coming up here. I've been invited to multiple blood moon parties. Are you serious? Yeah. Like so, by Christians or? Uh, no. Okay. One of them was to a new agey meditation party. Who are you running with over there, Basil? I'm not running with nobody. People just are like, oh, Basil knows about the blood moon. Maybe he is a crazy new age person. You should walk in with a shirt that says debunked, like on your shirt. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it says. Just, just you know, what what it is you're debunking. Just, you know, just have just that shirt debunked. on. Yeah. yeah. No, that'll go over real well. Um, and then, uh, you know, I got invited to a big old hiking thing hiking on a mountain and and actually filming it and taking pictures and but i'm busy that night <laughs> <laughs> i love your commitment <laughs> yeah i got other stuff to do um but no the blood moon's coming gons what does that mean uh probably Mr. nothing probably nothing you know why it means Except, nothing no it means a lot of things well, basically, I mean, you know, Chris White debunked the whole blood moon thing, but it's not really even that difficult to really point out that unless the sun is darkened and the stars fall and there's an earthquake simultaneously. Oh, you're, talking the, you're talking about the end of the world status? The day of the Lord. So, right. so I mean, I mean, based on day my of the Lord, current, get it right. yeah, come on. But based on my current understanding of you know a eschatological timeline, which is loose, you know, it can change. But right. based on my current understanding, this event doesn't happen until the end of what is commonly known as the Great Tribulation, and so you know, or towards the end. I mean, not exactly the end, but it's it, stuff has to happen first, and. Everything else happens at the sun and the stars falling and the earthquake. It all happens at the same time. It's one event, you know? Right. So it's like, okay, the blood moon might happen, but, you know, is, is the sun going to get darkened too? And are the stars going to fall? And is, you know, the earth going to collapse on itself? And Well, what do you think? Do you think, I mean, I, I'm not saying let's let's agree with the new age people i mean the at least the new age people are saying you know there's a, sh a shift in consciousness coming right um or something similar to that is it, i mean is this 
at least even a, a, a sign of something to come or is it just a fun thing? I mean, I, I mean, our, all of our Facebook feeds are just flooded with, you know, blood moons coming. Yeah. Hide, yeah. hide lock up your children, <laughs> lock up your wife. <laughs> lock up your wife. Uh, that wouldn't go over well with me. No, I would imagine not with a lot of wives. I would be locked up by the end of it. Yeah, you would. That's right. Okay. But yeah, I mean, if anything is significant, it's, I mean, unless, you know, it is the event and I highly doubt it is, but if there is something significant, it's probably something within the spirit realm, if you want to call it that. And right. it's probably being utilized by a lot of heavy occultists. And I think this whole, even today, the September 23rd thing, right. there is a lot of predictive programming out there. Like, you know, a lot of the TV shows and a lot of, you know, stuff showing nine, two, three or whatever. So, in the mind of the occultist, in the mind of these elite, you know, whatever Satan worshipers and, you know, black mag magicians and stuff like that, they will probably utilize it to some effect. Right. Well, that's a good point. You make a good point there, which is, you know, and we've made this point before that even if something doesn't necessarily mean anything to, you know, the general populace, you know, you got to imagine there's a whole bunch of uh, nasty little rituals going on, you know, um, all yeah. around the world that could affect the spiritual atmosphere of, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, no, and that's probably more of what it is. And so you got to pray. We're starting the prayer time festival from the 27th through the, what is no, it? 23rd through the 28th or something. 23rd right? to 28th. And if you're listening to this afterwards, October 1st to the 31st. First. And then if you're listening to this after that, um, keep an eye out for September 2017. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and if it's 2016 while you listen into this, uh, pray for Donald Trump and the presidential race. I mean, not that he wins, just that, you know. <laughs> Just pray. he needs prayer. Yeah, everybody needs prayer. I think it would be entertaining if Donald Trump won. I'm not saying he'd be a good or a bad president. I just think it'd be funny. Out of all the people right now, he would be entertaining. Yeah, but I mean that's how it always is with these presidential elections. It's whoever is like winning at the beginning disappears. Yeah, you know, some, half, something happens halfway through the whole thing. So yeah, I know that's it's it's planned, Basil. It's all he's, he's got a whole bunch of money. the The political theal, theater is so entertaining this year. Mm -hmm. It's like the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I like haven't the, really been paying attention to it a whole. It's lot, like the 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 Forty ers versus the Fifty ers the, the American guys. <laughs> <laughs> is that a football team? No. Oh, shoot. You could have said, well, no, let's not get into that. Because I, I don't really like football. I'm not a football guy. Yeah, I know. It's, is it because you're Asian? Why you got to be all racy, dude? Like, <laughs> Do you like karate? There's, there's Asian football players. <laughs> is or there? like half Asian football players or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. There was one. There was one guy that I can't remember his name. Who cares? There was okay, one. So, <laughs> there was one. <laughs> there was one. There was one. One time. 
Um, anyways. Anyway, oh, here's something I wanted to bring up because, yeah. you know, is there something significant, you know, going on, whatever? Yes. I think this event that most people kind of just thought was weird was somewhat significant. And that's the 9-11, the 14-year anniversary of 9-11. Mm-hmm. And that huge crane that fell in Mecca that killed like a hundred something people. Oh yeah. That was crazy. I mean, it's just weird. Uh, yeah. It's like, okay. Coincidence is one thing, but then uh, there's something beyond coincidence. It feels like it's beyond coincidence. And if it really was an actual natural disaster accident, then perhaps it is some sort of, you know, convenient sign God used to, you know, just be like, pay attention, you know? Yeah. Um, or, you know, it some people have like said. Suspicious explosions in China type situation. Right, right. And, and that's what, you know, so some outlets were reporting that, you know, the crane was owned by Osama bin Laden and the whole thing was just staged and, you know, did kill people. But, you know, it, it, it sort of puts a weird sort of mental thing to it because all the images from 9-11 that we all were traumatized with, right? With the people covered in blood and dust and all this stuff. Well, you look at what happened in Mecca that day and it's like people dead, people covered in dust and blood. And, you know, it's just kind of weird. There's like a weird mind control thing happening there, I think, you know? Right, right. So. Can we talk about Clock Boy for a second? Sure. Clock Boy. Does he clock people in the face? No, you know Clock Boy, the guy who made the clock. Oh, yeah. The Allegedly clock made the clock. Yeah, a lot of stuff has been going on yeah, lately. Yeah, see, there's, there's plenty happening. We don't need, you know, this 23rd explosion, <laughs> okay? There's stuff happening. Okay, go there's ahead. There's stuff going on. Anyways, yeah, Clock Boy, uh, as uh, most of you already know, uh, I think his name's Ahmed, Muh- Ahmed Muhammad, something, some, something like that. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, that. Ahmed Muhammad. Um Obviously a, a Muslim boy. I think he's about 11 years old. Um, allegedly made a clock, uh, put it in a really sketchy looking suitcase, brought it to school, then got busted for it. Um, you know, the, the co- cops were obviously, got involved. And uh, since then has gotten a bunch of praise from the president and everybody and got a whole bunch of cool toys from microsoft and uh, you know scholarship to mit scholarships and stuff, yeah. to mit's really gotten pretty much everything he wanted and i think obama said he wanted to hang the clock in the oval office which i think is sort of like a kind of weird <laughs> yeah i think it's kind of like a see it's not a bomb um uh, it's situation. not a bomb yeah it's okay don't don't try All right. um <laughs> Remember, that we was agreed, pretty bad. We agreed. <laughs> that was terrible. That was a terrible Obama. fellow Americans. Yeah, that was bad. Too. It is not a bomb. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, it's not good. Okay. Um, anyways, so, uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm not going to point anything out here that other people haven't pointed out, but I would like to say that when I first saw the picture of his clock, first of all, it obviously was supposed to look like a bomb. Oh, I mean, obviously, yeah. That's that's like the suitcase that bombs have been in, uh, you know, since, uh, you know, they James, had suitcase bombs. <laughs> James Bond movies in the eighties, like it's the quintessential like <laughs> suitcase that bombs go in. Yeah, um, or drugs or money. So either way, it's not good. But you look at it, 
And being a tinkerer myself, as listeners would know, uh, I am aware of the electrical arts. And just looking at the thing, you just, I personally, and I'm not the first to say this, a lot of big people have said this, but uh, he, it's not, he didn't make a clock. It's <laughs> all it is, is, it's just a clock that had the plastic taken off of it from CVS. I mean, the, the circuit boards were manufactured. Obviously, you could tell they are manufactured. None of the components in there are components that you use when you're inventing things. I mean, I've got a whole, you know, if you're going to invent something, there are certain like uh, circuit boards that you use, breadboards, that are for inventing things. Right. Um, but we, what was in there, first of all, were manufactured circuit boards. Uh, he had a 120-volt transistor with, you know, a plug into the wall, which is just way too dangerous, first of all, for anybody to be playing with, much less an 11-year-old boy. I mean, you could easily kill yourself. But it's like if you... And on top of that, he had a power source that plugged into the wall, and then just like because he's responsible he added a nine volt battery backup thingy that like comes in every manufactured clock that you buy you know there's a little nine volt slot for a nine volt battery in right. case the power goes out yeah like why would it just was weird like who why would you think about doing that a even putting it on there if you're just like tinkering around b not put a battery on it like he just had the battery attachment just hanging off with no battery on it. Right. And if you're going to put the energy into putting a battery attachment on it, just you're going to put a battery. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The, no. the whole thing didn't make any sense. Yeah. There's definitely a greater agenda at play here. Like no doubt. It's so obvious. Yeah. It, it's, it's unbelievable that people are swallowing this story. Because yeah. first off, uh, the kid's 14, not 11, but that's beside the point. Yeah. But, you know, there's been a lot of kids that have been, you know, suspended or expelled from schools for doing far, far less. You know, there oh, was yeah. that story about the kid who ate a Pop-Tart into the shape of a gun and, you know, was pointing it at people. And I think he got suspended or expelled or something like that. Right. And I mean, there's all kinds of stuff like that. There was another story where some kid wrote a story or a fiction story where, he you know uses a gun to shoot dinosaurs or something and he, he was you know suspended and i mean they didn't get you know yeah invited but, to the white house well and, yeah know? and with the kid who made the story like wrote the story like uh, the liberals should be saying hey and, and i'm sorry <laughs> i don't i don't like putting labels on people but just to put it in language that we can all just understand right L people liberals, people leaning in the leaning people, left people leaning left you know liberals <laughs> um <laughs> uh you know that they should be saying why is this getting kid getting suspended uh you're stifling his creativity he could be the next great american author uh you know his stories could be the next jurassic park mixed with star trek like that should be a story if this kid who may obviously made a sketchy looking thing by a taking apart a manufactured clock right and putting it in a, a <laughs> well, he probably I, saw it I was in a trying movie. to think of a Bond villain's name, but I couldn't think of one. But yeah, putting it in a, a, a villainous looking suitcase and bringing it to school and showing it to people when, you know, what a teacher already told them, like, hey, 
that looks like a bomb. You shouldn't show that to people. <laughs> right. I think he went around looking for the teacher that will, whatever, you know. Right. Well, make... that was that was the speculation by some. Okay. It was just speculation. I didn't know I that. See, I just, I heard the story. Well, I don't know. You can't, can't necessarily talk about somebody's uh, motives. But yeah, I mean, it, the whole thing is just smells very fishy. Right. And isn't his dad some kind of uh, activist for Muslim? Some, right. Some kind of. His dad, yeah, is a, is a Muslim activist. Well, and this all comes uh, as a precursor to Obama wanting to let in 100,000 Syrian refugees a year. Right. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's just all Propaganda. part of the, the Muslim um, de. Desensitization, which, you know, I'm all about helping people when they're in trouble and, uh, you know, giving people uh, rest and respite, mm -hmm. which is what America is all about. Um, but I mean, this whole Syrian thing is just its, its own can of worms as well. It's true. And actually, I think tied to this, and I just thought of this, but tied to this whole thing, the Los Angeles County, which is kind of where we uh or at least i reside near anyway um los angeles declared the homeless problem a state of emergency mm -hmm. and i think they said they're gonna spend a hundred million dollars to help the homeless situation and you know they they you know budgeted out the first 13 million or something like that but it seems like it's a similar ploy of like oh we're helping people but you know at what cost and yeah, you know, like who's going to pay for it? California is so ridiculously in debt, right? And and where's that money going to come from? And you know, it's just all well, just a big mess. You know, and again, I'm all about helping the poor. We should be helping well, the yeah. poor. That's the whole reason we're here. But uh, on top of that, they released a list of cities that will be harboring, you know, a number of Syrian refugees. Now it's it's it, there's a lot of cities, so they'll be spread out but you know a hundred thousand people refugees moving in every year can build up pretty fast but um th uh, uh, interestingly the town in which i reside was not immediately listed but uh guns no such luck for you they're gonna be all over you buddy nice do we get yeah. good food well, well, what it's what I'm afraid of is it's going to add to the uh, the homeless problem. Right. Um, See, that's what I'm know, saying. Maybe that's that. There's like a thing there where it's like, oh, right. let's take care of the problem because we're about to add a bunch of homeless people. You know. Right. Well, on top of that, the speculation is that three percent of the refugees seeking asylum in different countries are affiliated with ISIS. Now a million refugees just moved into Germany. Right. Three three percent of a million people is thirty thousand people. Yeah, that's 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 a lot. That's a lot of people. That's an army. You yeah. have a, an army, like a giant <laughs> army of ISIS people uh you know, moving it, and again, that's speculation by a number of different people. I'm not, I'm not claiming that, right? And, uh, dear Lord Jesus, I pray against that. But um, you know, that's that's what's floating around out there. Yeah, and it just feels like all of this is. I mean, again, we don't have to see like this crazy supernatural end of the world event. It seems like the nation state borders have been breaking down forever. That's been happening. You know, they've documented it. They've been doing it but this kind of crisis adds fuel to the fire and accelerates it it seems like right and causes the kind of panic and chaos that 
you know, the elite or whatever the new world order wants to have when they, so they can kind of swoop in and uh, we're, you know, we're going to solve the problem, you know, and they've always kind of operated like that. So, well, it'll be interesting to see how everything unfolds, but it, it does seem like things are chaotic. Interesting, it? interesting things are happening. And again, you, you know, I, admittedly, we've spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about a, a lot of uh, scary things. Um, but, you know, it's not it normally, yeah. it's not normally our prerogative to uh, do any sort of fear mongering or well, anything. It's, not, it's uh, really not fear mongering, though. Like, this is actually stuff happening. So it's like, uh, it's, there's nothing to fear in terms of, you know, where we stand, at least in our worldview about this stuff. But at the same time, it's like just talking about the news, like you listen to, I mean, if you want fear mongering, just listen to the, you know, whatever, six o'clock news or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just stuff happening is fear mongering at this point. Or the 10 o'clock news. Or the 11 o'clock news. Yeah. News at 10. Yeah. All right. Even so sports. Sports. Sports ball. Put the ball in the hole. That's mostly what sports are. I know. I know. We chose the wrong profession. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know. Is there anything else going on? We could oh, look at our... There's all kinds of stuff going on. We could on. look at our Facebook okay, trends. Let me, let me just say this. Oh, boy. Miley Cyrus. Oh, has boy. A, did you see this? No, I don't know. Okay, don't, don't watch it. There's a Mac ad campaign featuring singer... Okay, so she she did this music video, okay? It's called, like, Do It or something. Is that the one with the mouths and all the glitter and stuff? Yeah, so I'm not going to read all the lyrics because it's got some, <laughs> got some bleep bleeps in there, a lot of bleep bleeps. But here's a, here's a verse. I understand why there is a sun and how do birds fly. And why is there a moon way up in the sky? Why are there trees? I'm not going to read that next line. And what is flying saucers watching from above? What is flying saucers? Feel like I am one with the universe. And all I need is right here. Feel like I am part of the universe. And it's part of me. Ooh. That's pretty cool, man. Like what? Okay, you don't see an appeal of the music. Uh, yeah, I don't even really understand. I I don't consider myself a musical curmudgeon. You know, I mean, I I understand that there's music out there that people enjoy that other people don't really consider music but you know i'm pretty tolerant and you know whatever you're into you're into but honestly that song i just don't even i don't even understand i don't even get it i don't understand how somebody <laughs> would like put that in their ears on purpose and then the interesting thing is like okay maybe the music's bad but maybe the lyrics are deep you know maybe but as you just heard, not so deep. Not so deep. Although it's all the new agey people probably think it's pretty deep. Yeah, but you can say anything. That's true. And it might sound deep to uh, you know when you're to, to somebody when you're on DMT. <laughs> I'm reading that book, by the way. Very DM interesting. DMT, the spirit the, molecule, the novel. No, it's uh, Dr. Just Rick kidding. Strassman did experiments 
on a oh, right. with DMT on a bunch of patients, and it's very interesting. Mm. Very interesting. All right, so uh, that's a bunch of stuff that we talked about. There's so much else going on, but we're not going to talk about it all because you probably are sick of hearing about it. Maybe. Maybe they just like hearing our sweet, sweet voices. Well, I know they miss you. I don't know if they miss me. They hear me yapping every day. So. You got you to gotta keep the mystery alive, Gons. Yeah. Okay. You got you to gotta give them a chance to miss you, right? I guess. Maybe if I had a YouTube channel, I could like do cool stuff. Speaking oh yeah, we, of which, we have a YouTube channel called Canary Cry Radio. Everybody, uh, mostly it's uh, episodes, um, but they are much easier to share now. So uh, I mean, a lot of people can't really understand the whole podcast thing. They can't figure out how it works. But now you can go on the Canary Cry Radio uh, YouTube and share episodes from there. I think there's got to be at least 30 on there now. Something. Something, yeah. I think close to 40. 40. 40. 40. So, oh, yeah, go 40. do that. And we've also got some other very exciting things happening on that channel coming up soon. I think we've mentioned that before. But uh, just stay tuned to that. I think, I think people are going to be stoked about it. Hopefully, it's a little more, let's just say, interactive. Little, uh, okay. <laughs> is that too much? I don't know. If, I don't know if it's interactive. Although Facebook's new 360 video thing is pretty interactive. Yeah, it keeps freezing on me. Oh, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't work, man. It was pretty cool. I need the new Google high-speed one gigabyte per or no, what is it? Yeah, one gigabyte per second download speed. Is the the fiber Google Fiber? Yeah. You know, I went to a uh, community business gathering recently with some local politicians you, in my you're area. Like a, you're like a you're like a jack of all trades. You're like, I hang out with a little new Asia over here, and then some politicians I over say, here. <laughs> I didn't say I hung out with the new age. I said I'm acquainted. <laughs> I have new age acquaintances, and yeah. Anyways, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, and uh, at this local business gathering all anybody would talk about is google fiber and how we're gonna get google fiber and it was so annoying because it's like you guys don't even understand what's involved in getting google fiber yep do you know what's involved i do which made the meeting even more frustrating oh gosh <laughs> anyways did you explain to them like what basically has to happen for it to happen right well basically people didn't understand that like new wires need to be either hung or buried yeah they, it's, just, they pretty much have to they re just they just build. like would didn't understand they just thought it would like it's like there and google just needs to press a button and then the we giant get googler spaceship will come hovering over right. the city and it's, everyone it's has like super fast people internet. who like don't realize that like when they make a cell phone call that like the device is connecting to space, the, the Louis, Louis C.K. bit. It's going to space. Give it a second. <laughs> Give it a second. Anyways. That's a right. pretty secular reference there, Basil. What are you doing? I we'll do I although I do think he's funny, although he's pretty disgusting. Although I, I don't condone him. No, here. I don't recommend people listen to him. I don't condone him. him here on the show publicly, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, he's a, he's a, he, he is successful in his field. 
So you got to give them credit for that. Okay. All right. Is that it? We got anything else to do? <sighs> okay. USB. Good. Yeah. I was going to say, just, just so everybody knows, we're coming up on episode 100. I know you're all waiting anxiously um, yeah, and for by episode the way, 99. Hold on. Uh, and, I, always, I always interrupt you. <laughs> and I know I'm just better at stopping you from interrupting me. Um, uh, anyways, you're all very excited. Uh, I hope. I'm very excited. 99 is coming. 100 is coming. Um, if you want to get involved with the USB Archive Project, it's uh, a project where we're, we're, as a gift to people who feel like they are led to support Canary Cry Radio, uh, for $15 a month or more, we'll send you a USB drive and it has all the cool episodes. It'll have a hundred episodes on it. Also all the flybys, also a musical album handpicked by Gons and also, uh, uh, notes, notes from us about different, um, episodes because things change and other things don't. And so there you go. Your turn. Uh, okay. I remember what I was going to say. Okay. What I was going to say, which was way more important than what you just said. Impossible. <laughs> Actually, it's not. But you might think that we are purposely stretching this 100th episode thing. Oh, yeah. But we're not. We were genuinely, we're just... like, literally, we had the whole break. Not a, It wasn't even a break. It was just stuff going on, which was crazy. Well, I was sick as a dog, and you're editing a film. And right, right. So, so it was, we, we had the editing film, and you were, I think you were working. Like, you were actually I was, working. I was. I was working a conference at the time. Yeah. So you were, you were just, uh, you know, you were digging holes in certain <laughs> weird places and just filming it. Holes. And then, and then you got sick. Yep. Like, we, we busted out an episode. We, we got one out there. And we're like, all right, back on track. Yeah, and then... We're going to do this. We're going to put out one next week. And then you shook, a, you shook hands with the with a man in black. I did, with a scary man in black. I would not be surprised if I was, like, purposefully poisoned, because I've never experienced anything like I did that week. Don't Anyways, be paranoid, Basil. I'm... It's not paranoid if it's true. Um... So yeah, anyways, we apologize. We 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 have had a couple people <laughs> suggest that we are purposefully uh drawing this out. We are not. It is just life life getting in the way. And uh we hope you understand that. Um I know many of you too have lives and uh understand the things that can happen. So we are diligently working towards episode 100. Right. We're getting there. And in addition, to all of this, uh, many of you know that you can leave us voicemail messages on our website, canarycryradio.com. If you have not yet done this, go to canarycryradio.com, leave a voice message. There's a little thing on the side that you click, and then another thing comes out, and then you do it. Um, a lot of you have done it and you've left some great suggestions for guests. You've left uh, some great questions that you may have either about the government or eschatology or, uh, you know, just personal questions for Gonzarai. So if you want to do that, 
go do that. CanaryCryRadio.com. And coming up here in the next few episodes or so, somewhere in there, uh, you may hear your question on the air. And uh, we may answer it or, you know, some... Purposefully some... ignore it on air. No, <laughs> we so we messed may, up. Or we may just ignore it. No, or, or somebody else, some other cool person that you know may answer it as well. Um, so there we go. Go do that. Yeah. Wink, wink. All right. So that's about all we got, guys. Uh, we hope you... You at least enjoyed hearing our voices in your ears and, you know, recapping some of the stuff. I'm sure many of you are even more educated than we are on that, uh, which, uh, you know, just means you're on Facebook more. Just saying. Just kidding. You guys are smart. All right. So there you go. Make sure. <laughs> why, why are you all slurry, dude? Me? Yeah. What, what, what do they have you on based on your fever? I'm not on anything. I'm just. It's it's the twenty fourth now. We started this episode in twenty. That's right. We we have we have time stamped. You know, this is a time stamp for the future. Yeah. So that you know, we started it on the twenty third. There was no rapture, but on the twenty fourth, right? We don't know what's going to happen, but then soon enough. Yeah, it's now that it's, it's now after it's, it's it's the day the asteroid hit. Yeah. Later though. Later today. So hopefully you. Hopefully you downloaded this um, beforehand. Before that, and you listened to it. And <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Make sure to tune in next time because you know what? Until you do, think outside the cage. Yeah.